think WA is a very innovative place. And I think we've always had to be. Being isolated on the west of Australia right back through the ages. I mean, great innovations come from here. The market is small. So people have these ideas. Um, and some of them, most of them are pretty good ideas. But the thing is that they don't really get the opportunity to test it and grow. Welcome to Startup West, the podcast about building scalable startups in sunny Western Australia. My name's Charlie Gunningham. And I'm Danelle Cross. Welcome back, Danelle. And I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Um, before we start, we'd love you to subscribe to this podcast, tell everybody about us, and give us a review on wherever you get your podcasts, and it helps others to find us. So here we go. And this time we have Clinton Schroeder, who is the founder and CEO of Token, T-O-K-N. Hello, Clinton. How are you? And welcome to Startup West. Great, Danelle. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having us. Fantastic to have you here. We're going to kick off with, can you tell us briefly about Token, what it does, how long it's been going and mm. where you're with it now? Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, Token is a innovative cloud platform. Uh, we think of us a bit like an Excel. You, you buy Excel, you create workbooks, um, and you you do that for all sorts of purposes. But Token does that for mobile applications in the enterprise. So you you have this platform, this framework, and you can create those digital applications that you need across the business. Uh, we've started in about 2016 formally mm-hmm. uh, with the business, but the platform itself, we've been building it, you know, for the last eight, nine years now. Yeah. Um, we started commercializing 2016 and we've grown to a team of 10. We're based out in Leadable. And we're, um, you know, we're commercializing both in Australia and New Zealand at the moment. Ten. I remember mm. it was like one or two. You had your first employee was Ed. It was you and Kevin, right? <laughs> Me, Kevin, and, and we got all Ed, Ed involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ed created. Now it's a, ten. Yeah, exactly. Ten. Um, wow, and, and growing fast. We've yeah. got a couple on the cards as well. Um, you know, there's a lot, lot more focus this year. A lot more new clients coming on board, uh, even despite you know the, the 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 time that everyone's had to go through over the last year. Yeah. So um, no, innovation is alive and kicking. That's definitely. great. Now, as I understand it, and I'm a simple-minded bloke. Um, you take quite complicated enterprise solutions that large companies have, corporates have. Right, he's nodding, listeners, so I'm sort of getting there in the right direction. And you allow it to then work on all devices. Is that sort of what Token does? Yeah, essentially getting access to the systems and data you already have. Right. Better access. Like in the field, in the on field, mobile devices. In the field, on mobile devices. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it extends across industries. You know, one of our big industries at the moment is aged care. Mm. You know, right. getting getting information into the hands of family members is also Quickly. as important as getting a time confirmation to somebody on a mine site. Mm. So, you know, mm. those those are the things that we do. Yeah. Okay. And where did the idea come from? Mm. Token was born out of, I guess, um, largely the problems people had working with these big heavy legacy systems. So mm. Kevin and I had uh, have got a big history in, in enterprise um, architecture and, and implementing these big applications. Mm-hmm. And we saw that how hard it was to work with and what, you know, what difficulty the user had and how bad the user experience was. So we started looking at um, better ways of accessing these systems. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, that's where the software first, first, first came out, um, out of the, out of solving that problem. And you were working for what corporates at the moment at, at that time. Yeah. And then you were frustrated with this problem. And then you went like, Kevin, yeah. you and I, we're going to set up a company solve and solve it. this problem. Or Yeah, we were lucky enough to have worked with some of the largest, uh, I guess, enterprise companies in the world, mm-hmm. uh, Volvo IT, Coca-Cola, you know, BHP. And, and all of these guys have really uh, data-rich businesses mm-hmm. that, that run on big, heavy enterprise systems. And, and um, although that's changing a lot, there, there's still a difficulty in actually getting that information and making it easier to access. Yeah. Um, 
and, and actually driving real transformation in the business. You know, if you think about transformation or digital transformation, the actual component of it is really changing the process. Are you improving the way people are working right. across the business? And if you're not, if you're not able to ideate and create that, um, that new way of working or even test it, Mm. Then, uh, then that's where that's where you, you know you struggle to actually improve your whole your whole business process. So, and you mm. guys were in South Africa at the time, so we're going back what? Oh, Charlie, early two thousand tens or what? what yeah, year? We were originally are South African, both Kevin and, and myself. Yeah, uh, we moved out. I moved out to Australia in two thousand and nine. All right. Yeah. 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 And um, Kevin shortly after. Uh, you knew each other in South Africa? Uh, no, no. No, we hear you. Ah, no, right. we, we met we met actually um overseas. We met on 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 a, on a on a large implementation project. So we follow projects around the world at that stage. Um, right. getting getting some of that domain experience and and that's uh, that's where we sort of met and had this idea. Kevin is is very much more technical than I am. Yeah. So he's the one who's actually putting the program together and tinkering with stuff in his garage if you like. Mm. Um, and then someday I sort of said to him, look, we need to actually make a business out of this. How are we mm. going to commercialize it? How right. are we going to actually take it to market? And um and that's that was really born in Australia. That that right. that whole commercial model. Um and here in Perth? Here in Perth. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we proudly you know on, if you look at the actual application itself, we're proudly Australian made and we're probably one of the only um, enterprise integration platforms of its nature out of Australia. Mm. Right. You know, um, we, we compete and we compete with mostly American um, mm. counterparts. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's actually quite, quite innovative from that standpoint. I was going to ask, yeah. it sounds competitive mm. and you just alluded to that. What's your sort of yep. uh, secret sauce or, or <laughs> moat or whatever it is that <laughs> gets you out there and the, allows the, you to compete? It is a busy space. Uh, mm. and, and when you say competitive, it is competitive. But the funny thing is the market is so big. Uh, right. They say we're going to mm. build uh, 500 million apps in the next five years, right? mm. 500 million. We only, we only built 2 million, you know, just the other day. So right. people are changing the way they're working. They're changing the way they're accessing their data. And you've got things like IoT and, 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 and other paradigms coming into the mix. So, mm. so the market is big. Pe- people need the technology and they need to change at a faster rate than the competitors are. Yeah. On, on yeah. So there's a huge amount of yeah. pie to go after. It's, it's a lot of yeah. pie. Yeah, right, there's a lot right. of pie. But but you're right. I mean, it is a it is a heavy space. Um, you know, our digital our digital campaigns do suffer. You know, we we competing with you mm. know maybe two or three hundred dollars in AdWord if if we if we right. go into that space. Um, but having said that, our local focus. Mm. Being local uh, and especially asset intensive industry focus, as well as building our local partner base. Our partners are great because they, they they're really connected into into some of the market that we yeah. we're talking to and growing those relationships is really um, moving well. You know, and, and and I don't I don't really feel a lot of that tension on, on that level okay. at this stage. Yeah. So most yeah. of your customers are Australian based. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. And how have you funded it so far, Clinton? Yeah, funding is always a yeah. challenge. Mm. Um, I think I think being in Australia for the commercial leg of this journey has been great. Mm. I think there's a lot of opportunities there. Um, it is difficult, uh, and as my wife always tells me, you know, if it was easy, everybody would have would have right. done mm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good support, maybe. Yeah. But, but, but there are great pillars. There's great pillars to lean on. There's great yeah. advice out there if you're looking for it. Mm. Um, you know, we we were lucky enough to win the. Uh, Australian acceleration commercialization grant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty pretty early on mm-hmm. and we matched that with some initial seed funding so that was great because with that, a wonderful Cheryl frame wonderful Cheryl frame and, and, and first and, came and, in touch with you and yeah. Charlie as well yeah, yeah. yeah. Charlie was in, in, involved quite quite a lot in those days um 
just really great advice, really, mm. and access to some funding that was non-committal. You know, you 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 kind of obviously it's in your interest to do well as best you can, but the but the idea is that you're not giving away equity, you're not racking up a huge amount of debt, you know? Right. Um, and that really gave us a first leg up to to validate this this commercial model, mm. if you like. Is mm. you know, the tech we knew would work, but would people actually subscribe to it commercially? Is mm. is, is, is right. I guess the the, cha- the challenge that we needed to overcome. Yeah. Um there are challenges with expensive labor and shortage of labor for, especially in the skilled side mm-hmm. of things. We've taken mm-hmm. the approach to work with people who have the energy, who are like-minded, um, and who we can actually grow in the business. So mm-hmm. we've done a lot of our internal training, upskilling, right. if you like. Right. There are some building blocks that we do need, but I think that's one of the approaches that's helped us to to commercialize it and, and get it in. Um, and then we've actually funded with a couple of uh, seed funders that we've met through that program that we went through. So that opened mm-hmm. some doors commercially to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were able to to engage people, look, say, look, we've got some validation. We've got some runs on the board and, and just take it incrementally and slowly. We, we are on a shoestring. And I think, mm-hmm. I think being as we don't have all the answers, you know, I think right. being a startup is part of learning. You know, we're learning. Sure. I, I don't know exactly if we've done it right or wrong. And, yeah. but that's a part of. of You're building of the plane on the way down and yeah. you hope that you fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. It is. It is exciting. It is exciting. Technology is difficult here. I think Australia is not really good at um, consuming its own technology. Right. You know, we tend to look abroad when it Mm. comes to tech. Mm. That is, that is somewhat changing. um, But I think we still got a long way to go to, to looking, you know, looking local first in terms of technology. Mm. So what do you think the next sort of five years looks like for you? Because you're about five years old. Is that right? That's right. 2016. So the next five years. Yeah. The next five years is a marketing journey for us. Right. So, the product has had various stages of evolution over the last three years, and we've really got it into a nice succinct cloud service. But now it's about that scalability and getting more mm. customers on board and actually taking the story to 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 a greater audience, um, both directly and also through our partner base as well. Um, so we are looking locally to to grow that uh, as well as probably the east. You know, we're looking through mm. Singapore, we're looking through uh, the Philippines and areas like that as well to actually you know, um, take that technology out there to those growing markets because we think we think that there's a huge scope this way, you know. Mm. We're also, some of our customers actually unbeknown to us have grown out into America. So they actually have taken our product over into America. So there's options for us to look at spanning that base over there at the moment too. So, so when you say right. partners, distribution partners, you've got deals with them and they sell your product for you? Correct, yeah. yeah. So we, we deal with um, uh, different integrators. They, they might already be selling other software to the clients that could benefit oh, right. from ours. Yeah. Uh, and they act as a distribution mm. uh, partner. They also open up extra revenue streams to themselves. So they be able to do, you know, app development for, for their own customers using our software and right. and, and have that, and have that yeah. revenue as well. So. Uh, and then there's also our customers. They're a big, uh, kick, uh, you know, uh, cog in the in the wheel. So they're mm. they're able to refer um, token, you know, mm. and and spread the spread the good word. I presume as, mm. as they grow, they'll need more licenses. Yes, so there's sort of that organic growth from within your existing customer base. As well as getting new customers on. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of like I was juggling a ball in the office the other day. New customer. Old customer, new customer, old customer. Right. You know, you you got to bring them along at the same time and manage yes. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the the I guess the marketing, as I said, the marketing journey is going to be interesting. A lot of it is account management. A lot of it is new direct customers. So there's um there's quite a bit of scope that we have to get involved in. Mm. Mm. And that'll involve you know different skill sets within your 
team, I, I, I imagine, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and we were talking off air um, earlier around this year, how you've had, you know, some real growth this year. So in terms of COVID, how's that impacted your business? Yeah, COVID's been, a, I think, for everybody just, you know, like a, I call it like a, a tire tied around your, your, your body and you're trying to run, you know, it's you, so, so, so for example, we actually did better year on year, if you look at it, but we come off in, when you're in a startup phase, you're coming off such a low base that it, you're not quite there yet. You still, mm. you still have a lot to go, but when it comes to relief, government relief, like uh, job keeper and that you don't qualify because right. you've done better. Mm. So you fall through those cracks, but that doesn't mean that um, you could not have benefited, you know? Um, so it's been tough, I think for, for innovation, I think, a lot of ideas have been put on hold. Uh, people are, are, are just trying to survive rather than look at um, look at new things. However, in the digital space, you know, you've seen the, the birth of things like Zoom and um, and remote, you know, working mm. really parachute out there. And and yeah. and the, with that, people understand a lot more about what digital technology yes. is. So they're asking a lot more questions. So it's kind of a double-edged, you know, it, it actually has kickstarted a growth in areas, particularly in aged care, healthcare that we hadn't seen before. Um, so, so we're very optimistic about it. And um, we are, although we're heading the direction, I just feel we've, 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 we've progressed a lot slower. Um, right. over that period okay. than, than what we first planned. Yeah. So yeah. it was a sort of a pause for a while when everyone was going, what the hell's happening? Mm. But then yeah. it's sort of had a positive effect by accelerating their digital awareness. And awareness, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, like messaging is a key thing when you're a startup, perfecting mm. that message, making people understand what mm. what problem you're solving, as you as you mentioned, yeah. Charlie. But, yeah. but because of this, it's actually helped that, you know? Right. Weirdly. Weirdly. Mm, so you've yeah. come out of it stronger in a way and, and growing. And I, I'd say well, better positioned. Better positioned, Better positioned, right. yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and we, funny enough, we're getting inquiries across the board now because people understand what we can accelerate for them, um, both from a customer base, but actually pe- people that are trying to deliver this for the, for other customers. So, you know, you might have a, a business where you've got customers and you realize I can't do this on my own. I, token have got a better way. Let's, let's, let's tap into that. Mm. Um, so um, any others popped yeah. up locally trying to copy you or or some some new competitors they've seen they've seen you I think you've won some awards I think uh, inside awards and yeah. things like that you've yeah. been in so is is that sort of you put your head up on the parapet other people have popped up oh we can do that <laughs> not directly because no. it's quite interesting I, I, coming back to the um Excel and workbook analogy. People just mm. get to see the workbook and they say, oh, I like the look of that. I can right. write it. But the problem is it's only like, a, I guess, 10% of what makes the whole engine work. Do you know what I mean? You, mm. you really, there's a lot that goes into enterprise um, mobility and, 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 and digital transformation um, right from the UI right through to the business process and integration layer to connected systems and then the management of all of the stuff out mm. into the field. You know, who's got mm. what phone? Who's running, yeah. you know, what version of software? So so a lot of these projects fall over because they just take care of that workbook element, but they don't necessarily think about all these all these other things that are so important in in in, in the solution. And I think that is that is probably one of our um uh, uh d- defensive mechanisms. It's hard for people to they can try to recreate all of that and right. uh, but it, it it's too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do have a five year leap on them. Yes. <laughs> we have we have right. some all that discovery yeah. and learning you've done along the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a huge skill set within your team. Yeah, the, well. the, the, we're lucky. We've got yeah. one of the most diverse, um, talented teams. Mm. You know, in, in 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 I think if you if you looked around and um, and building that team, that is a big threat because we, we you yeah, know now especially coming out of COVID, skill shortages, as I said, are, mm. are, are huge. We just worried our, our team, <laughs> you know, but they they really are engaged and um, mm. and we have a we have we really have a, a, a very talented team. Um, so 
yeah, we're, we're lucky at the moment and we just got to keep, we just got to keep them excited. So mainly mm. dev programmers is your team? Yeah, at the moment. Um, and Perth-based? It, it's more, it's everybody's Perth-based. Mm. Our whole dev team is here. Um, we are quite more weighted to the to the technical element, but this, mm. as I said, this next two years, it's going to be mm. more into the business Change development the side. Yeah, yeah, Kevin must be loving it. He's got all these deaf people to talk to, <laughs> techie people to talk to. Because <laughs> you're not met Kevin. Now, Kevin, Kevin, turn now. Kevin is like always smiles. Yeah. He? he just he, when he talks, no. he smiles. He smiles. He talks. That's right. right. He does. He does. Jeez. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, well, that's a good person to have in your team. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, just jumping in here to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors. Without these, we would not be able to bring you this podcast or do what we do at Startup News either. So we want to thank Startup News who produced the Startup West podcast. Go there and subscribe, please. Spacecube Coworking Spaces, where we also record this pod down here at Riff in the city. The New Industries Fund, who give funding, advice and support all year round. Curtin University, who have been a longtime supporter of innovation entrepreneurs in WA. The City of Perth, where we also record this pod, also a great supporter of the tech scene. RSM, who came on board last year and who helped many startups with R&D tax returns and other advice. Dinner Twist, a WA startup itself who has actually been on the podcast and just wanted to help out. So please, if you bump into any of these organizations and the people that run them, say thanks and go use their services. That's the best way to say thanks. Okay. Now back to the show. So, Clinton, can we take you back through your career from your from your schooling back in South Africa? Yeah, um, I guess I was quite a diligent sort of student, but I always had a bit of a bee in my bonnet. Like I was always busy doing stuff, and um, my 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 brothers. I've got two brothers. They used to call me Percy for perseverance <laughs> because I was always. You know, if it, I was just trying to make it work, get get going. You know, right. and I think that's a trait that I've always always had. It's a good um, trait. Good trait for yeah. startup founder. <laughs> it, yeah. it can be, but it can also be. Um, you know, you've also got to learn to pivot mm. earlier. Mm. You know, sometimes right. you can if you keep doing that too long. Too, too yeah. 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 In a China shop. Yeah. It right. is a great trait, mm. but you've got to balance that. You've got to be able to realize when things need to to be different change. and change. Yeah. You need yeah. to leave it alone. <laughs> you leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I had a great I had a great upbringing in South Africa. South Africa's got a great context in terms of, um, I guess, diversity, but also um, inno- innovativeness. We, you, you have to make a plan. You have to get things mm. done. Um, and they, they don't have a lot of the programs and support mechanisms that we have. So right from a young age, you – you know, you you get a thick skin. You mm. you move forward and you get things you get things going. So I think that that was good. Um, overall, I um I, I was I was I was always busy from a young age. I mean, I I think I had my first job when I was about eleven. I got a job delivering newspapers. I came home and told my parents, "I'm going to deliver newspapers." So in those days, like you, it, you know, we've got quite a lot of ground to cover. So they said, "Well, how are you going to how are you going to do that? You're going to carry these things on your bike, you know? Are you because mm. eleven? I said, you're going to drive me. <laughs> so I had dad early on a Saturday morning, you know, driving me and I was, I was lobbing them out, delivering these newspapers um, at a young age. So I was always conscious of doing something, you know, making right. something work, uh, um, which, which I didn't think was strange at the time. But looking back, not many of my peers were doing that. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think those kind of things. Are so a bit of entrepreneurial talent there as From well. From the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe stubbornness as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. And yeah. favourite subjects at school? I preferred the biologies, actually, okay. and the sciences. I was pretty good at maths, biology, science, that sort of side of things. I yeah. didn't have much 
for languages. I was, I was not bad at it. Right, um, right. And I enjoy reading and everything, but I, I didn't seem to do well. <laughs> mm. And whereabouts in South Africa were you growing um, up? We grew up in the Eastern Cape, which is, I guess, just across the ditch from Perth. A right. place called East London is where I right. grew up. Yep, mm. yep, yep. Went to Selborne College over there. And um, yeah, like a lot of us, you know, we got, we, I finished school in 93 and we, you know, we, a, lo- a large part of the, our generation left South Africa at that time. Right. Just from an economic standpoint, we were only waking up to um, what we call, you know, our, our inclusive country at that mm. point. And, and um, from an economic standpoint, no one, no one, we, we, I think we had one, I remember at, at Johannesburg International, we had one hire car company at right. that point. You know, we, from an economic standpoint, there mm. wasn't much going on in the country. There's no investment yet. So mm-hmm. it kind of, set off a chain of events. You know, it got me exposed to different cultures, different countries, different businesses that I probably wouldn't have had to go and do, you know, mm. if I thought back about it. But mm. I just like Australians. I mean, a lot of Australians go to London. You know, they go on there. Yeah. They go on there a couple of years. Pilgrimage. So, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we, we have a very similar culture, I think, mm-hmm. from that standpoint. Um, and we always had, funny enough, had the back of our mind, we're going to come to Australia. You know, mm. that was what right. we wanted to do. <laughs> and mm. um, and that's why we ended up here eventually. It, was, um, it wasn't a very critical plan, but it was an objective. So between yeah. 93 and 2009, when you finally got to Australia, yeah. what were you doing in those 16 years? So mm. post-school, what yeah. was the mm. journey? Oh, we, 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 we went over to the UK for a, for a while and I got involved in um, – I'm an industrial engineer by trade. So right. I, I work with product process improvement um, and productivity improvement across different different companies. But I got involved in, in – in, implementing these enterprise systems, you know, from a, uh, from a, from a transformation perspective back then. And mm. the thing is that um, these projects move, they three years in one place and then they, and they go around. So we ended up, we ended up going through Ireland. Um, we ended up going through the Middle East. We ended up going, we ended up living in Sweden. And um, we, you're talking about you and your wife? Or? Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. At, that, at that stage, my, my girlfriend, you know, girlfriend, um, yeah. my fiance then, and then, mm. and then, and then kids started to happen. We thought, hang on, you know, this, this transient lifestyle, these big projects, it's right. got to, it's got to come to a head, you know, at So some big point. enterprise solution projects around Europe. Yeah. Right. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. With wife and kids in tow. In tow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was a, we got to see a lot. We, we kind of did our traveling before, you know, a lot of people right. wait later in life. We did it then. Yes. So we yes. saw all these things, you know, um, amazing, amazing things. And, um, and also got to live in the places, you know, mm. understand yes. what the tax rates were, you know, right. um, with what, what good food people mm-hmm. would eat, you know, so it was really, it was really good in terms of, um, a young experience, uh, in the workplace. Yeah. And then 20, 2009 to Perth. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, exactly. Kids, 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 kids wanting to put brakes on and us wanting to settle and- And, and have and a schooling for them and somewhere settled. Correct. Yeah. Right. So we went through the whole residency program um, right. and now we're citizens. Yeah. And you came from what, London then to Perth or where, we, where were you prior to Perth? Oh, prior to Perth directly, we were actually in Zimbabwe. Ah, back yeah. in Zim. Mm. Yeah, we were in Zimbabwe in 2006 and, and 2007. Wow. It was a really tough time in it Zimbabwe. It would have been tough time. Really yes. tough time. We saw a lot of interesting things there. Yeah. Um, some really innovative companies, you know, massive cement factory that I did a project at. You wouldn't huh. believe, you know, um, coffee, sugar, um, guys getting things done in a different way, you know. Yes. Um, but um, yes. but very challenging time, you know. Um, yeah. And what was mm. it like landing in Perth in 2009? Mm. We actually landed in Sydney. We right. spent two years in Sydney um, and went worked at Coca Cola over there. It was very interesting. It was a, it was a Sydney reminded me of London a lot, and mm. in terms of the, I guess the lifestyle. Yeah. We we found it quite busy though. 
so after two years, we came across to Perth and started our, our journey in Perth. So about 2011. So it's been 10 years now in Perth. Yeah. Mm. Um, we've been in here, but, but yeah, it, it, it was, it was great. I mean, we, from the get go, I've got, I've got, we got f- some family ties throughout Australia and just similar cultures, you know, wherever you went, um, made it, made it quite, I wouldn't say home, but really felt like it, you know, mm. um, and kids must be grown up now. Yeah, we've got a I've got a sixteen year old this year. Right. <laughs> Eldest sixteen? Yeah, right. and a fourteen year old. Yeah, okay. they think I'm nuts. But they're very entrepreneurial <laughs> themselves. You know, they've all come 14, up with all these year olds think their parents are nuts. Uh, <laughs> you got teen, you got twelve year old? I've got an an eleven and nine. Yeah. Eleven and nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, wow. Yeah, I know, um, but they've they've blossomed here. That's actually a fantastic place for for them, you know, they they, yeah. they, they, yeah. they they own it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Both, my, both my kids here, and then our seventeen and nineteen. But yeah, you know, what a great place to to live and grow. Oh, yeah, oh, there's so much on offer. I think people just probably don't realise it half the and time. When you came in 2009, yeah. there wasn't really a startup scene. No, you know, SpaceCube didn't open until where we are recording this now. Um, did mm. not open until 2012. Mm. When did Curtin Ignition get going? Ignition just about was- then. 2010. Yeah. 2010. Yeah, so all these then. things started. Just was starting, yeah. Perth no, Angels is 10 years old mm-hmm. now. So that was like there wasn't yep. a startup scene. Mm-hmm. No, it's amazing. And, I mean, 2007, the App Store came out. You know, like you, right. you, you yeah. think about the, the evolution yeah. and change. Well, the and iPhone. Yeah. 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 Right. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really a lot, a lot, a lot's happened in that space and people yeah. are, are tucking into innovation. Um, I, I think at its core, though, you know, like it's 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 – it doesn't rely on an institution or a body, so to say, yeah. as much as as much as people see all the the hype and the brass about it. It really comes down to wanting to do something better and finding a way to do that. You yeah. know, um, the good news is now that there's a lot of more people around that can help mm. with it, yeah. and mm. guys like yourselves, you know, mm. that are that are out here, you know, really doing something for for others, you know, and then mm. pushing those ideas, which is which is really really you know, an improvement of, of what was, what was going back before. then. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you and Token have really grown up then with the, the whole Perth startup yeah. scene. Yeah. So in terms of the fundraising scene, can you talk us through what, what your thoughts are on that now, I guess? Um, yeah, we, we, you know what? We, 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 we were lucky enough to meet some people that pointed us towards things like the, the innovative grant back yeah. then. Um, and I think that, that, opens up a chain of reaction. But actually at the end of the day, if it wasn't the individual finding out more and pushing, pushing the boundaries, yeah. you're still not going to go, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can put the trough out if people, you can't make people drink from it is the, yeah. is the question. Yeah. So, so yes, although that is, there's more options now and, and, and things like that, I still think big business and government still have a long way to go in terms of um, yeah. really driving fundamental change. I don't, I still, that hasn't changed too much in the time that I've, yeah. that we've started. Yeah. The, the organizations have sprung up around co workspaces and um, and some of the there's been a couple more innovation competitions around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. And um, what about mentors and advisors? Mm. Advisory board. Yeah. How have you gone about creating Men- that? Um, I think it's uh, it's yeah, that's one great thing about um, the, the 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 commercialization scene, if I call it that, in, mm. in Australia is is it's about the, the advice and that's available to you. You know, if you want to find it and talk to people, um, ha- half of the issue though is actually realizing yourself that um, what what advice is actually going to help you and test it. So, mm. so for example, someone might say, "Look, you need to." work on your messaging or do something better around that. But if you might just say, yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. But if you don't really push back and say, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah, you know, you tell me more, mm. we'll find out. Mm. You're never really going to get to the, the answer that you, you need to pivot on, you know? Mm. So those are the, I think the things that, um, 
uh, I, 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 I'd mention out there, but there's a lot more advice now. Um, there's a lot more mentorship programs out there. Um, I was lucky enough to go with with Charlie and Cheryl, you know, mm. in the early stages of the commercialization grant and the network that they have and and the I guess the experience that they bring to the table is to say, you know, you 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 need to think about doing this now because in three years' time you're gonna or you need to have this business plan in place so you know where you are. Mm. Um, those <laughs> fundamentals are are important, um, I guess, and and getting people exposed to those. But if, if but if you as an individual don't take that on and don't try it. It's, it's it's not going to actually mm. do much for you. Yeah, you know? right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 th- I think that we could do more. I think um, I've, I've offered a lot at, at some of these orga- um, get-togethers, for, mm. both from a technical standpoint, you know, um, how, how do we get more developers, you know, mm. for example, right. or how do we share business models and, and, and learnings? Um, I think we can do more of that. And I'd like to see big business come in and, and, and share that too. I mean, we, we talk a lot mm. about innovation. You know, you, you, you see all these um, buzzwords and programs happening in the businesses, but, and a lot of them actually sponsor these competitions as well. Mm. But at the end of the day, the, the, what materializes commercially is very little, mm. very little really. Right, right. It, it, um, so, so we, 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 I think we need to carry that scope through. I think WA and, and Australia is really rich in terms of innovation. Um, we've got some great ideas. It's just now, nah, how do we make ourselves successful? <laughs> now that's a great segue because we're going to finish with a rapid quick fire round. And you've sort of touching on the first question we ask you anyway, and I'm going to therefore allow you to expand on that. So I'll crack on with the first one, Danielle, if that's Go right. For it. If you were to wave your magic wand over the local startup scene, what would you wish into being? So he's thinking, he's thinking. Mm, I could wave my wand. The one that, that's almost like saying, what is the one thing that you would, you know, you'd like to, you'd like to see coming out of it. Right. I, it's Something that's missing now. I think you were talking about more government support or what was it that was missing in what you were talking about a second ago that you'd wish there was here? You can't, you, it's not something that's really missing as such. You know, I think right. WA is a very innovative place. And yep. I think we've always had to be being isolated mm. on the West of Australia right back through the ages. I mean, yep. great innovations come from here. It's probably, I would say, a link to bigger markets. The market right. is small. Mm. So people have these ideas um, and some of them, most of them are pretty good ideas, but the mm. thing is that they don't really get the opportunity to test it and grow financially out right. of it, you know? So we, 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 that transition from startup to scale up, I think is quite small compared to other, other areas in the world, you know? So it's, it's not something to solve overnight because of one geographically, but also to economically. However, one of Perth's biggest hidden secrets for me is the fact that it is such a great combination of lifestyle and big business. Mm. You know, we have some of Australia's biggest. Yeah business in this state, <laughs> yeah, yeah. generating a large amount of revenue and, yeah. um, and therefore having, I guess, more uh, resources to, to put into innovation. So yes, on the one hand, the market seems small, but at the same time, we, we have access to some of, some of the biggest resources that we could possibly use in innovation. So I think that gap in terms of um, validating ideas early on and giving Guernsey to the ones, I'm not just saying, you know, I'm giving Guernsey globally to the ones mm. that actually count for me would probably be the thing that I'd like to see mm. change. Okay, good. Um, All right. And, and expanding that from a government That's perspective. That's a very long answer to a rapid <laughs> quick fire oh, round. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's you might have to cut it. We've I got more, the, Clinton. We've I got more. Love the passion. <laughs> there is a lot of passion. <laughs> I want to Fabulous. keep you going forever. <laughs> so, Clinton, what's the next big thing you're going to do with your business? The next big thing we're going to do with our business is um, – we're going to scale our business in, in a word, right? And um, we're going to grow that customer base and internal 
um, you know, headcount to meet the market demand. So the market is there and now we're taking it out, the mm. product to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the next big thing. Beautiful. Um, what's the single most important factor that makes a successful startup? I think you've got to have that resilience and determination. There are probably two things. Yeah, but yeah, if you yeah. don't if you don't keep trying, mm. you never get there. You know, it's 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 it, there's no written script. You can't say, I need mm. I need my startup to look like this. That doesn't that's not out mm. there. You know, right. you've got to find it. And you've got it in spades, Clinton. <laughs> um, so what's your ask? How can anyone listening here help you? Um I would appeal to business leaders out there and government um government officials to really think about how we can help and propel innovation more. Uh, I, I noticed the budget had mentioned something around a patent box where they are incentivizing commercialization of mm. patent ideas. That's a great, mm. that's a great start. You know, patents that are coming out of Australia that are commercializing Australia, let's propel that. How can we make it easier for that? And um, I would, I would ask, I would ask, I would ask that we look locally, you know, look locally for your technology products. Mm. You know, who's, yeah. who's got an innovative, whether it's hardware or software, or even just a method, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, thanks, Clinton. I want to wish you, Kevin, all the team, Token, all the best for the future. We're going to be watching you very intently. And uh, I'd like to um, also thank our sponsors. Startup West podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by support from Space Cube, the New Industries Fund, Curtin University, the City of Perth, RSM and Dinner Twist. And we recorded this podcast at Riff Podcast Studios in beautiful downtown Perth, Western Australia. Don't forget to subscribe to Startup West on your fave pod platform so our latest episodes appear in your feed. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Great. Thanks, Danelle. Good to have you back, Danelle. Thank you. Thanks, Clinton. Thanks Thanks so much. Thanks, both of you guys. Thanks for having us. (laughs) 